Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I've got my whole monorail family in the room with me today. That was a bit sing-songy. I'm just in a sing-songy mood. The man to my left, are you in a sing-songy mood? Who are you first? Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget? And no. No, you're never in a sing-songy mood. <laughs> Come on, let's sing a song. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, Chicken Nugget, how are you doing? Doing well? Fine. All right. Good. Glad to have you. Garrett Monorail is here. Beside Garrett Monorail, we have... Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail. Welcome back to the show. And how are you doing today? Um, I ate a lot of meat and cheese, and now I'm having wine. I'm pretty pretty awesome right now. That's why your teeth are purple. Yours are, too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Samantha Monorail. And lastly in the room, we have... Break Stuff. Break Stuff. That's All right. Uh, McKenna Monorail, uh, or Break, break, break stuff. stuff, is here with us. I don't know what to say. I'm going to move on. Okay. We've got a whole plethora of guests joining us via the magical Monday Morning Monorail video hotline. We're going to start with the usual suspects. First of all, the man that's number one in our hearts, the one that people tune in for week after week. It's Landon the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the Monorail. Hi, everybody. Coming to you from the isolation station of love. That's uh, news to me, but surprising news nonetheless. Shut up, Zoe. That uh, people tune in for me, but... Oh, no. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Zoe's uh, purple toy almost uh, had a break, so that was fun. <laughs> What's going on? Are we recording right now? We are. The light's oh. flashing. I think we're, we are hot. Hi, everybody. It's me, Landon. <laughs> oh, this is going well. Yeah, I don't know. For those of you who, you know, your history is maybe long and storied with us, you may have listened to lots of M34D segments, Disney Deep Dive with the Dawes. And on those segments, Zoe makes a lot of appearances because she likes to play fetch specifically when we're recording. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah, happening. Yeah, she knows as soon as this recording light goes red, it is go time for play, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> that's happening tonight. So uh. if, you hear, if you hear some squeaking, it's not Chicken McNugget over here chewing on a squeak toy. <laughs> it's me walking around with my new squeaky boots. <laughs> it's the squeaky boots. <laughs> yeah. Also, shout out to McKenna Monorail. Break Stuff is also one of my favorite Limp Biscuit songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Can we not talk about Limp Biscuit? Why, that's they're, a not, that was, they're not is, bad. Is, is that what we're not here to talk no. about? Jacksonville, Florida's greatest new metal band of the nineties? No, that's a controversial topic in this house. We because can't we can't I, I'm definitely a bro guy and I love that. <laughs> Their first album's still good. I, I stand by it. We, I do too. Thank you. <laughs> we definitely have a limp biscuit fan amongst us. <laughs> Or at least she claims to be. I still argue you like the music. I don't know that you're a fan. No, I, I'm a fan. All right. And well. I thought that the guy who wore all the makeup and the black Westmoreland, show yeah. respect. Yes, Westmoreland. I'm pretty sure I thought he was going to marry me one day. 
But it didn't happen. So. What made you think that? I don't what know. What about what did he do that you were like, oh, he's going to marry me one day? Yes, we really are doing a Limp Biscuit podcast. This is great. <laughs> was it was it like in the middle of one of the songs? He said something like, "I'm going to marry a Samantha," and you were no. like, "That was me." No, I knew if I couldn't get a wrestler with makeup on, I might be able to get the skinny guy in Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Aim for the well, stars. This has been a very revealing opening segment to the podcast. We're we're learning all sorts of stuff, and it has nothing to do with Disney. Yeah. I think it would be really funny if during a metal show, all of a sudden they were they like proposed to like one of the <laughs> just band- random people. No, one of the band members, the singer, uh-huh. proposed. Fred Durst, come on, get it right, Chia. In I'm not talking about Limp Biscuit. No, if we're talking about a man, we're talking about Limp Biscuit. Okay, it would be Limp funny talk, right? if Mr. Fred. Mr. <laughs> his <laughs> father was Mr. Fred. <laughs> proposed in his metal voice to someone. He doesn't have a really, metal voice. See, then what's he, he, the point? All right. Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm Justin, done. I'm done with Wimp Biscuit talk. I want to be proposed to in a metal voice, Sorry. please. <laughs> the time has passed. <laughs> Making a triumphant return is our long-lost cousin from the Mouse Knows Best podcast. Cousin Kevin, welcome back to the monorail. I know nothing about Limp Biscuit, so I can't interject in that conversation, but I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to have to, maybe we need to take a break so you can study up, because today's all about Limp Biscuit. Yeah, Yeah, buddy. (laughs) The long way to talk about their discography. (laughs) Chocolate starfish. I don't know. That album sucked. That, that was not a good album. <laughs> See, all of these references that you're making, you're just going, whoop, right over my head. I don't get that one. Probably for the audience, too. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't understand that one. Yeah. That's because I'm a fan. Well. I'm a fan of the band Smash Mouth, and not oh, ironically. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. I'm not ironically a fan of Smash Mouth. Who is ironically a fan of Smash Mouth? <laughs> the a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, one. They're yeah. great. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and now, finally, we welcome in the guest of honor. He's a couple weeks late, and that's probably my fault. It is your fault. Yeah. But coming back for his regular spot on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast is our favorite Disney travel expert, and that is, of course, Nick Salcedo. Nick, welcome back to the Monorail Hey, hey guys, Monorail's good to be back. Good to hear or see you guys again. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm with Cousin Kevin. I have absolutely no knowledge background with Limp Biscuit <laughs> as well, so uh, I'll just enjoy the conversation. <laughs> this, yeah, maybe we should pick a different topic because, you know, a couple a couple of our key members here don't have anything to say about Limp Biscuit, so let's... Uh, I know something we all know about. What is it? Maybe Disney. Oh, that's a great suggestion. Or Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah about I know Smash nothing Mouth. about Disney. Yeah, Smash Mouth. <laughs> no, I, I like Garrett's suggestion. This is awesome. It puts us right back where we're supposed to be. Man, it'd be cool. If Are we you did walking a off the podcast because we're not talking Smash Mouth? It would be yes. cool if we did a podcast about Disney. That would be cool. I think we should. I think I we think- should give it. A- you know what? Tonight, let's do something crazy. Let's do a Disney podcast and just see how it goes. Now I'm taking over a Smash Mouth podcast. What's your favorite Smash Mouth song? What would the no, title one be off of the that Shrek album. You know what? We don't have time. We don't have time to celebrate Smash Mouth tonight. We just don't. Because it has been a very, very big week in terms of Disney news. You guys, on Wednesday, Disney presented a plan to the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force to officially reopen the parks. 
Woo! The crowd goes wild. I don't know. Am I? Yay! Woo! Yeah, thank you. I don't have my I don't have my sound effect. I actually really want to go. So <laughs> who was that? Yay! It's going to be a long process, but you know, after the first kind of domino of Disney Springs falling, we knew that we were going to get this announcement at some point, and indeed we did. So the dates, just to start with that, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, July 11th. Hey. Animal Kingdom, here we come. Wait, Animal Kingdom is on my month. Wait, I might not be here. Where are you going? <sighs> yeah, where oh, yeah. are you going? I'm sailing away. Sailing. Yeah. And what? then... I'm sailing <laughs> Don't away. sing it. We might get copy struck. Yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> so... Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, July 11th, shortly followed by Hollywood Studios and Epcot on July 15th. Now, some people speculated it, they were going to maybe try to open for July 4th weekend. That didn't happen. I'm actually like not surprised. If we were going to put money down about when they were going to open, I would have been willing to bet they were going to wait till after July 4th because it just seems like that would have been asking Chaos. for all kinds of trouble. Yeah. Someone grilling in the parks. Yeah. yeah. No, that's ridiculous. That would never happen. <laughs> yeah. So we do have those dates, and they've started to lay out some more details about what it's going to look like when those parks open. And so while we kind of get into those details, guys, feel, feel free to kind of stop me, jump in. You know, let's let's hear let's treat this like a roundtable. If there's questions you have or, or thoughts you're having about some of these different things, let's talk about it. Um, some of the things we already knew, first of all, going to be temperature checks before you go in the parks. Um, and, and they're using the same standards as everybody else. So temperatures under 100 100.4 for cast members and guests. So that's not a big surprise. And then we kind of guessed a little bit about the fact that there probably wouldn't be fireworks or parades because that causes crowds together. They confirm that. Do you think if they did open on the 4th of July, people... Weekend people would bring in their own fireworks. People might try. That would. What be if terrifying. people are going to bring in their own fireworks? Hmm. At least to the resorts, just light them off at the resorts. Yeah, it's it's something that people might try, unfortunately. But they do bag checks at the parks, so hopefully they wouldn't be able to get in with them. What do you mean I can't bring my fireworks in? This is a free country. <laughs> Yeah, I travel from Nebraska to shoot my shoot my black cat uh, off of the Magic Kingdom, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, the, the probably the big thing, and maybe may, one of the most controversial things, they are requiring masks. The announcement at first was anyone age three and up would have to wear a mask. Now it's actually two and up. Yeah, so. I respect that. So McKenna and I went out today to do a little bit of grocery shopping, and it's pretty hot and steamy here right now. And the mask, it's, I, I told McKenna when we were going to the car, I was like, this is going to be really tough in Disney because my face was sweating, like my mouth. How does a mouth sweat? Well, I figured it out today. I think it's drool. called drooling. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's drool. <laughs> no, no. It was coming from my upper lip and around. That's lip sweat. Yeah, right? Mm. It's sweat. Well, you know, your breathe, your nose and mouth are both behind the mask when you're breathing in there. That's just the hot air gets trapped, and it is. It's uncomfortable. And people are going to have to make sure to brush their teeth, or else they're going to be stuck with their own nastiness. Stinky, there's stinky breath in their <laughs> face. That's true. Or you oh. could uh, borrow one of the slogans from a uh, mint company. I'm not going to give them a plug. Uh, hashtag mint up before you mask up. That's oh, a man. real campaign slogan going on right now. Because mm -hmm. why that's not? 2020 why? for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A nightmare. Uh-huh. 
so those those kind of like were the baseline announcements that they made on Wednesday. Again, I don't think a lot of those particular items were surprises to a lot of us. But what started to come out afterwards were kind of the bombs that dropped, like that night and some days afterwards. Um, now they did they did announce there's going to be a reservation system to get in the parks, a brand new reservation system, and basically that's all we know. Don't know how it's going to work. Don't know like who like how are how are they going to control like. They did say that current ticket holders, pass holders are going to have opportunities to make reservations first. But, you know, as, as an AP pass holder, I definitely feel like we have a lot of questions about how that's going to apply to us. So I don't know, like any thoughts or questions going through your all's heads about the reservation system? Well, really quick. One thing I did see today, um, someone posted that all their reservations were canceled for uh, restaurants like right. later I was this gonna, year. Right, I was going to get to that because that's reservations for restaurants and fast passes all got canceled. Yeah, but their Victoria and Albert reservations, Albert's re- reservation, that didn't get canceled. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, mm. I think it's because it's a really expensive place. And so a lot of people, when they're expecting to go, they want to be able to go. Plus, it's um, considered like, you know, uh, an intimate dining. So you're pretty spread out there anyways, from what I understand. But it is a small place. Really? Yeah. Uh, interesting. I wonder how come those didn't get canceled. I don't know. But but they also were told that it would be 100 plus more. Additional charge? Mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. So that's, you're right. I mean, we heard the reservations for dining, everything, fast passes, and fast, not only are fast passes canceled, but the fast pass system is suspended indefinitely. That's crazy. But mm-hmm. I mean, and you know, I know that that really like, you saw the reactions immediately when that news came out, people were like, well, my, basically like the Thanos snap just happened to my vacation, <laughs> which, but, but going back to the reservation system for a second, like to get in the parks. We were talking about people who have like a, a stay planned, let's say in, in August, and they've got a week. How do you know you're going to be able to have access to the parks while you're there? Have we started to yeah. hear any answers about that? No, and, and you ask questions on the reservation system. Uh, my only question is stuff like that. How, what, what are the guts of this? We just have kind of a blanket statement from Disney at this point, and I would assume by the time the 11th of July rolls around, hopefully we have those answers out there. But I mean, right now it's just a lot of like, yeah, we're, 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 we're doing stuff. How? Yeah. Yeah. That was my question because like I had planned to come down actually in September and when all of this came out and the whole reservation thing and the reservation is what really just like lit my fire. And I was like, that just does not make sense to me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Because like if I book a trip to All Star Sports, and I'm not going to All Star Sports for the pool, I'm going to All Star Sports to go to the parks. So if I have my hotel reservation for seven days, and let's just say I only get a park reservation for three days, what am I supposed to do those other four days? Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm I'm because I'd be carrying. I'd be like, listen, <laughs> I need to speak to a manager. Yeah, <laughs> like, help me. <laughs> Because I mean, like you, you would you would think that the the resort stayers or people who are staying on property would have preferential treatment, and I'm sure 
some people would have issues with that if they weren't staying on that. But I mean, Nick, this might be more the realm of you. Have you heard anything on if like resort goers or people staying on the property, are they going to have a leg up as opposed to John Q. Public? Yeah, and that's what I was going to kind of chime in with was I have a couple of people that are uh, already had their bo- their uh, trips booked for mid late summer early late fall and we we have been getting emails from Disney and that that's what they were saying with those emails was if you already had your trip with a package already booked obviously the dining plans out mm-hmm. but we would get preferential treatment as far as the early availability to make our reservations to get in the parks. And on that as well, I think, don't hold me to this, but I think in Shanghai, not only did they have to get reservations, but you also had certain time slots to get in. Um, Mm. So I think that's another way so they can not only allow whatever number of people that do come in to the parks, but also at different times. So everybody's not crowding around at rope drop. Everybody, you know, has their designated time to spread things out a little bit more. So that's another, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the earliest, what the latest times would be that you would get in and things that we're still waiting for Disney to give us answers. But yes, I, I, from Disney, they will give preferential treatment to those individuals that already have things booked. Hey, Dick, so if they're staggering people's ability to, I guess, so-called rope drop um, and people have to come in at different times, will Mickey and Minnie be there every single one of those times to introduce everyone to the park? Because that's necessary. I think so. And then they'll have fireworks that go off every time, too. <laughs> yeah. Every morning. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yep. You can't get your picture taken with them, but they'll be up there waving. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Holding sparklers, shooting fireworks once an hour. <laughs> well, that kind of like raises another question for me now is if, because you're in order to get the reservation, you have to like have a theme park admission, right? And right. so each admission, you know, generally all the tickets cost the same. So if I get like a 12 o'clock reservation, am I still going to be paying $145 for a one day park ticket to be in the park for seven hours? You know what I mean? That's yeah. a fair question. That would be like, that, uh, time out. <laughs> I completely understand where you're going yeah, with that. Um, but also, like, when you're getting in the park, like, if you take it for what they're doing at Shanghai, I think uh, the Chinese government, they limited to 24,000 people in the parks at one time, but they went substantially less. I can't remember what the number was. So if you're getting in at 12 o'clock and it's you and 10,000 other people, uh, what aren't you going to ride in right. like really quick succession without waiting? So Seven Dwarfs' mind yeah, is still going to have like a five-hour wait inexplicably. It's going to be weird. Yeah. No, you're talking Peter Pan. Peter, Peter Pan, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Everything's a half-day park now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're, no, you're right. Because here's the thing. Like, not everything is going to even be available once you get in the parks. You know, that's part of why we've been doing this essential list these last several weeks. Because... Disney isn't going to have everything available to everybody. They're going to be, I mean, especially like high touch interactive experience shut down. You're not going to be able to do character meet and greets. And if you do, like it's like pictures from far away, like you can't go hug Mickey, which is sad. Um, but um, well, saying that out loud, that, that that kind of broke my heart. It's like nothing, nothing I didn't know, but you just saying it out yeah. loud. It's like, 
Oh, yes. Oh. Kind of speaking, it makes it real. But yeah, that's it's true. Um, you Sad. won't. You know, you're not going to have uh, again the festival of fantasy parades. Not going to happen. So that's not going to clog clog things up midday. I would imagine, kind of like what Nick is saying, that um, capacity is going to be limited limited such that you're probably going to have maybe like three windows of entry, and I bet it's going to be like eight, nine, ten, something like that, or you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then you'll have they've suspended extra magic hours. By the way, Aww. no more extra magic hours. Um, and and uh, this was mentioned too. Dis- the dining plan suspended indefinitely. At least until September of 2021. Wow. Um, which Wait, is through September of 2021? Until September of 2021. Wow. Uh, yeah. They still have those, uh, not extra magic hours, but morning magic hours where they can still charge you money to get into the park to go to Magic Kingdom for like an hour and 15 minutes early. Oh, yeah. That was on the park hours. So they're still getting their money. Yeah. They're still getting theirs. Don't worry. I'll be oh, Disney, Disney's going to find a way. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, speaking of like tiered experiences and maybe paying a little bit more to get a little bit more, do you think there's a chance that based on the level of resort you're staying at, it will decide your priority for reserving park entry? That would oh, suck. Gosh. <laughs> like, that I, would I'm be, serious. I, because like, like, imagine you're staying at the Poly, right? Don't you mm-hmm. feel like if you're laying out that kind of money, you should get priority over uh, oh, Kevin gosh. staying at All Star Sports? Yeah, well, you should definitely get priority over <laughs> Kevin, regardless of where he's staying. Yeah, you're I correct. Saying, <laughs> I mean, so like, I would, I would kind of expect that personally. Mm-hmm. I would too, and and I, I get that thought process because if if you're putting literally your money where your mouth is, as opposed to Kevin staying at. <laughs> Uh, All star sports. I mean, like, <laughs> I I get that you're 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 putting down a whole lot of money just for one night, just yeah. for the experience of staying there. Yeah. But here's the thing, is that when I used to go to the parks, I would stay on property because and stay at All Star Sports because I'm not going to spend a lot of time at the hotel. Right. Right. I'm going to the parks, mm-hmm. rope drop to kiss goodnight. But now this kind of like changes the way. I'm sure I'm not the only one. It kind of changes the way a lot of people approach booking a vacation yeah. because now you're going to spend mm-hmm. a lot more time at your hotel. I think you're right. I think this really changes. And Disney has said, basically this has given them the oppor- opportunity to reevaluate their entire operation. What I don't think that's good news for us because what I think it means is, I mean, you want the full VIP experience. You're going to pay for the full VIP experience. Yeah. Honestly, it sucks though for people who can't afford. The yeah, full no, VIP. I, I, I totally agree. I, I, you know, and if you want to, again, we love to speak for Walt on this podcast. (laughs) If you want to speak for Walt in this moment, he wanted like his whole idea of creating Disneyland was a place for everyone to be able to do everything with their family. Not like, oh, if you can afford it, it's for you. That's not what he wanted. It's really crappy because maybe all-star sports is a lot of money for a family and it would really suck if someone else got more priority over them because they had a Mm -hmm. little more cash in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, I mean, that's true. Our family of four, and we stayed at um, Art of Animation and Pop. Um, Pop. That was expensive. Still, we still spent a lot of money, and I wasn't willing to go up because it was already an investment. Yeah, oh, yeah. even the value resorts, like like. Uh- you're still going to be putting down money if you stay on property with Disney, but save some money and get some free stuff by booking your vacation with Nick Salcedo. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah so- and what, what do you guys as Florida residents and pass holders 
if you like going for this conversation, if you have the family that's traveling down there, they're staying at Art of Animation or wherever, and they're shelling out a lot of money. They've got their package. They're going to the parks for four days. Do you think they're going to get priority over annual pass members for the residents? Because, I, I mean, they're showing out a lot of money to go down. Yeah, there. I, I think there's I a strong chance that that's true. Um, I, I'll tell you, like, one of the things we noticed when looking at some of the updated information that Disney's posted on their website and the emails we've been getting, we noticed that there's going to be AP blockout dates. I know, and we specifically paid yeah, for we're, past We're that Platinum have, Plus APs. Right, we didn't want blockout dates. We wanted to oh, go... Oh, and they're blocking you guys out now? They, wow. they have said there are going to be AP blockout dates. Right. Yeah. I think that's like... I mean, I know that sucks as an annual pass holder. Because, and especially like a Platinum Plus annual pass holder because you specifically, like you said, you specifically paid, paid to not have that. I think it's kind of like wise though on Disney's part because since it is a reservation system, what's to stop an annual pass holder for booking like oh, every, day. every well, single day? <laughs> that's the other thing. It does say that it's going to limit the amount of days you can book. Y'all can expect mm. me to call Disney because I am going to say that I want my pass downgraded. If that's the case, you put me in the right tier because I spent a lot of money for my pass. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's kind of my perspective on it. And, and you know, honestly, I know we're everyone is making sacrifices in yeah. this situation, and I totally understand that. But at the same time, we did pay for the highest tier available of AP because we didn't want blockout dates and we wanted special perks. And, and if all something we just were like um, excited to do, it was a debate and we discussed it in in depth because yeah. that's a that's a, a lot of extra money. And if all of a sudden all APs are like basically bucketed into the same group of when we have access and when we don't, then yeah, I, I think you're right. Like, yeah, then like what's what's the point of paying more if you're getting the same thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now, do you guys know? Are there different tiers? Uh, like, you guys are platinum plus. Like the gold members, are they going to have more potential blackout dates? That's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't know the answer to that. That's why I said if we're all grouped together, that's what I would have like, maybe the biggest beef with. Yeah. 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 I but get that. There, there will be. Here's what I would say because I know before the official opening dates, there's going to be pass holder preview days. Um. Why not do like pass holder only days mixed in? Just like one every two or three weeks? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I know that sucks for the resort guests, but more than likely there's going to be days they can't get anyway. I don't know if Disney values AP pass holders. In Orlando, there's less value than there yeah. is in Disneyland. In Disney World. Yeah. They, I don't think they value Florida residents as the, much. The transient visitor is much more valued here than in Disneyland. So That's true. Nick, as a travel agent, as a Disney travel agent extrav- extravaganza, that's what you are. You're a Disney, Disney travel agent extravaganza. Um have you so far have you had any um, calls with some of your clients or maybe have you been on the phone with Disney? What are some things that like what are some conversations that you've had? Well, I mean the the first big thing is a lot of people that I've got I had a family that was traveling to Walt Disney World in mid end of July and their big question was what's this going to look like? I mean, they haven't been there since the kids were you know, five or so. So it's been like 10 years. And their big thing was, 
they wanted to get the full experience with Star Wars Land. And, you know, basically what we were kind of going through was what the process was for Shanghai. And this is kind of like what we were going to expect. So a lot of those big, if somebody already had an idea of what they wanted as far as their Disney vacation to look like, that's going to be drastically altered. So a lot of people are kind of on the fence of, I haven't been down there in several years. I'm paying a lot of money for it. Should I really be going down right now or should we just kind of wait? Yeah. So unfortunately I've had to cancel several of them just because they don't, they don't want to go to uh, central Florida in the middle of the summer, having to wear a face mask while they're trying to um, see half the characters or half the experience in galaxy's edge, which I honestly don't blame them yeah. at all. And then I have uh, specifically another family there. This is the first trip that they've taken. It's mother, daughter. Uh, she meant to take her when she was little. It didn't happen, but now they're going to do it. Um, they're both adults now, and they're going in the second week of December. What's that going to look like? You know, we're just kind of playing it by ear, kind of seeing what's going on with it. I know Disney's cut a lot of things that kind of uh, affects a lot of travel agents as well, being like our commission goes down with taking away the dining plans and whatnot but i mean from not only the travel agents but also the clients that we serve there's there's been a lot of changes and a lot of tension from all different directions and i mean i can see that but yeah, yeah. there's there's just been a lot of stuff that you a lot of people are reevaluating their trips should we go down should we wait is it worth it as of right now with these circumstances that I don't like. Yeah, mm -hmm. Florida residents are about to reevaluate their passes too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ha have you had any calls with Disney and, and have you been able to get any like um, reassurance or any additional information so far or, or are they just as uncertain as everybody else? No, and that's like from the top down. So how, how it works with our travel agency is we have a specific person from Disney that is in charge of this region, that they answer any questions. They're letting us know what they know as far as how we're going to be booking, how the process of all this stuff is coming down. And pretty much based on the emails, based on the stuff that we've already talked about, that's what they know. Mm. Uh, they usually, and we've been on several calls with them, usually when they find out something Oftentimes, it's because of social media or one of us are getting in contact with them. After that fact, then Disney lets them know, hey, here's the process of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of in that hard spot being that social media lets them know first and then Disney kind of follows up. But as far as any more detail than what's on their website, than what we already know, now that's kind of it. Yeah. And I, I know cast members... Uh, no matter where, where you're calling, um, they're kind of the same on that same level. We all have certain little things that aren't not like run of the mill as far as like trips go that they're like Sam said, to, uh, Victoria and Alberts. I had no idea that that was, they were still going to let those, all those people keep their reservations, but potentially asking them to pay a little bit more. I don't know if all the cast members are aware of that. Um, yeah. it's just, so much has changed and so many different exceptions. It's it's pretty tough as of right now to figure out one clear answer. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I, I totally get that. It's this is um, 
a really strange time because I think that information and circumstances keep changing, like evolving every day. Um, and I think Disney's trying to act prudently and they're trying to take like deliberate steps forward, which is nice because, you know, compare it to the park down the road opening June 5th, Disney was like, you know what, we're going to take a little more time, put a little more thought into this, make sure our procedures are good. Um, and see what they do. See what they do as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, see how things go down there. But let um, somebody else be the beta tester. Exactly. Yeah. But I can tell you, I made a call to Disney today because in our situation, we have actually purchased our annual passes at different times of the year, and Garrett's expired on Memorial Day. So now, technically, it's not expired, right? Because it got suspended as of like March 18th, and it will be extended out for the length of time the park is closed. So at least until July 11th. So technically it's not expired, but if you look on the, my Disney app experience app, it is. So yeah, Landon, you're in the same, boat. I'm in the same boat too. Yeah. So, mine expired the 28th of March. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. I oh, called, April 8th, April 8th, excuse me. So oh, the reason I called them was understanding that there are going to be pass holder previews coming up, understanding that we're going to have to make reservations when we want to go to the parks is there going to be an issue trying to get Garrett on that reservation if in the app it says his ticket is expired? And so that was the question that I asked the cast member. And she said, I don't really know yet. Yeah. So let me ask, is it extending the amount of days that like, if, cause like Garrett's expiring on Memorial day, he yeah. hasn't been able to use it since March 18th or whenever yeah. when they closed. So is it going to extend how long he's going to be able to use it? Like yeah, the time. So basically it would give or take be like August before he yeah. would have to renew Ta- his. Exactly. Okay. And what okay. she, cause told I was me. like, hang on a second. They're still making you pay for it. Yeah. So, but you don't get to use it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So what she told me was whenever they um, implement the expanded timeframes on the passes, we're going to see that on the My Disney Experience app. And so Garrett's expiration date will be bumped to like August or whatever, like September. Um, And when that happens, it'll be good. But they don't know when that's going to happen. And she said what she's been advising people to do just to be safe is go ahead and pay for the renewal because that renewal won't start until the extended time period on the current pass has expired. So just casually drop your yeah. $1,500 for your <laughs> <laughs> plus. Guys, just go I, ahead and do for well, it. Why not? <laughs> but but I, guess, I guess what that really indicates is if she's telling us that, that means that she doesn't know and neither do, you know, maybe the rest of her colleagues, whether or not we're going to be able to make reservations for him when the, when the reservations open up. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that I don't that's that's weird. That's going to be tough because yeah. like if the three of you can make a reservation and he can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be livid if I was Garrett. Like, wait, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be all right. He likes hanging out at home. I like going to Disney a lot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's like, "Hang on, dad. Chill out." Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fortnite's cool, but <laughs> I'm just teasing him. He knows it. He's an AK lover. So, uh and that's one of the first parks. Yeah, it's 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 isn't it interesting that 
Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom are the first ones. Ten it days. is. Do you, like, like, do you oh. think that, I mean, I'm sure Disney did that for a reason, but let's wildly speculate and, sure. and wonder why they uh, they chose those two parks to open ahead of uh, Epcot and uh, almost said MGM Studio. Damn you, <laughs> Frank. Uh, Hollywood <laughs> Studio. They're actually it's the two kingdoms. They're actually right after my birthday, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's because for the last couple of years, they've been the number one and two attended parks. Yeah. Those are the most popular. I think it's because it's, it's the, my birthday. It's the easiest to remember. Kingdoms are open first. Kingdoms and first. The other two are not. I also, what if it like has to do with uh, the Skyliner, you know, with Hollywood Studios and Epcot and the friendship boats between those two. It gives them a little more time maybe to get the Skyliner ready to go. Possibly. Also, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do in Epcot anyway? Yeah, there you go. That's true. No, but you know what? You bring an interesting point up because I was actually thinking when they started to open the parks that maybe the buses would not even be an option and possibly even the monorail, but they've said that all of the transportation will be available. So I think they listened to this podcast. You think so? Yeah, because we said all of us here on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast <laughs> in this family said that we would go to Animal Kingdom first. We did. Mm-hmm. We did make that comment. So, that's because it's the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I know we've kind of glossed over it, but, like, one of the things that's really huge about this, I think, is, I mean, not only the suspension of the dining plan, but the suspension of Fast Pass Plus And, I mean, not only just canceling it, but basically saying there will be no Fast Pass Plus for the foreseeable future. It might be a hot minute until I get back down to the most magical place on earth with everything going on, just because it's like, you're not going to be able to get that full experience. I understand why Disney's doing it this way, and I don't fault them for that. I'm just saying me personally, I'm going to be holding off on renewing my annual pass and heading back down to Orlando, at least until there's some semblance of the way Disney used to run things. Again, I understand why they're doing it that way. I'm just speaking for me. I think this is going to be an interesting time. Um, I mean, obviously, it's it's going to be... Hopefully, this doesn't last as long as what people are thinking. And, and maybe, you know, things start to improve faster than, than what the experts are thinking. And, and we can get back to normal operations. But I, a, as nervous as I am to be around people, and then tying it back to our experience at Disney Springs... You know, we go to Disney Springs. We're, of course, wearing the mask because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're keeping away from people. We're, most people were. and uh, Yeah, most people were, but there were people that weren't. And for the people that weren't, Disney was like, hey, you better put that mask on. And they were like, no. Yeah, and, and nothing happened. And nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. But don't you think they can regulate that in the parks more because... You have to pay to get in the parks, rather Disney Springs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not paying any money to get there, so yeah. they can actually physically throw you out of the parks if you're, uh, I don't know, firing up your grill in the middle <laughs> of Rose Garden, Magic Kingdom. And my, my hope is that you're right, Nick. Um, I will say on the call on Wednesday, because I listened in to the, the call where Disney was making their announcement, one of the questions was, what is the recourse for those guests who don't follow the policies and procedures that you're expecting of them, like wearing the mask, social distancing, all that. The answer from Disney was so unsatisfying because basically what they said was, you know, we've been watching it. What's going on at Disney Springs. Things are going well. People are following the rules and you know, we just ask them to do it and they do it. 
That's essentially yeah, what they work. said. It said no one ever. And that's not the case, by the way. That's false. So, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I I think that like Nick's kind of right. Since you are paying the price for admission, they kind of can enforce it a little bit more. And also with the whole relaxation relaxation zone or whatever, mm-hmm. that kind of makes me think that if you're walking around with that mask off, they're gonna be like, you need to go there. Yeah, go over there. You're in timeout right. for the time being. <laughs> So you put it back on. <laughs> I have an idea. So if they catch uh, someone who doesn't have their mask on and they're just strolling around and not actually pulled off to the side without their mask. Because I think if someone's sitting off to the side, they don't have their mask on, but they're not around people, I think that's okay. But if they're just wandering around, walking around, and they don't have their mask on, maybe scan, scan the their magic, magic band or their ticket mm-hmm. and if they get hit again they have to leave Ooh. Mm. oh wow. i like that. Oh, that, that that would give disney some teeth to enforce this because right now it's it's it, there's not an enforcement it's more of a suggestion yeah, if yeah. It, i like that yeah there, there's so many gray areas with that because what mm-hmm. if that person gets hit and then for the rest of the trip they're going to carry around uh, a strike a half full drink and, oh you know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm drinking something. You no, that will totally happen too. Yeah, that's the point. There's so many gray areas with mm-hmm. that. Like I, I don't know what the right answer is, and I think Disney's going to have a heck of a hard time enforcing yeah. whatever. I'd be like, hey, I work at Disney, and this is at my discretion. You need to get your butt out of here. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd, I'd love those type of cast members. I just don't know if for the wages they're being paid, no matter the magical experience of working for Disney, they're going to be like, you know, this is a business decision I want to make right now. Well, yeah. you know, you know, our friend Matt, hashtag find Matt, our favorite security guard. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Um, he did say... On the on last week's uh, Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live, that it's not the um, what do they call them the social distance squad? They're not responsible for actually enforcing it. Like if they start to have problems with people, it's management that gets involved. Mm. So basically, they're there to raise awareness to demonstrate the uh, appropriate actions, and then if people don't comply, their next step is to get management. Well, I feel like it should be delegated down to an extent because um, management is a smaller pool of people. It is, but people aren't going to listen to non-management. It doesn't matter. Whenever it's COVID-19, you listen to whoever works at Disney. You know people won't. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I can make it th- that's that's a nice sentiment, but I yeah. think we've been proven otherwise with just you know watching how this is played out as to whether that'll work or yeah. not. I'd be the bossy cast member <laughs> who has no authority. <laughs> is management like they're like they're ripped so they can no, no, throw no. people out? <laughs> no, it's yeah, actually like, it's not a fantasy. This is no. just people who have a job. No, it's actually uh, at Bob Chapik has to escort you out himself. <gasps> <laughs> Old Bobby Chaps. See, see, we. I thought you were gonna. Whenever you were giving your pitch for the uh, Magic Band strike system that you came up with, I thought you were gonna say like 
um, you publicly shame someone or like they have to wear a they sign They have to wear like a scarlet letter. Um, <laughs> like, and they have to walk around the park like in shame. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I would want to do that on purpose. I would, that would be like a competition. Who gets shamed more often at Disney parks? This is sad. This is terrible. I just need to have the characters from Monsters, Inc. in the yellow yeah. suits yeah. or whatever to come out and just like start sweeping them off the stage. Yeah, yeah. there you go. 319. There you go. <laughs> Boom. You're welcome, Disney. I just solved it for you. Whenever you're magic. And it's, and it's keeping with the theming of the park. <laughs> Whenever your magic band gets like hit twice, like you've disobeyed twice, they bring you to, to Mickey, and Mickey tells you he's disappointed. He, does, he, he just shakes his head and says he's oh, disappointed. Man. That would wreck some people. It well, would. Yeah, people might actually listen to that one. I think in uh, Hollywood Studios, you just have the Stormtroopers enforce everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'd there be awesome, go. actually. The Stormtroopers are kind of intimidating. They are. I, I and feel if, nervous. If people don't them. comply, hey, they, Kylo. They bring you to That's Kylo exactly Ray. what I was about to say. Call for the man. <laughs> I would do it twice on purpose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fanboy over here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I need a mask. Where's Kylo? <laughs> yeah, please, please shove me out of here, Kylo. Yeah. Would it be the real Adam Driver? Because I'm in. No, Aww. man, don't you tell and me John that. Oliver and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, very different operations to look forward to at Disney. I, I know that when we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, I was like, I don't think I'm interested in going back for a while. But I have to say, based on everything that I've heard, I'm kind of interested in maybe trying to go for like the pass holder preview because yeah. I, re- I think it's going to be so different. I really want to know what it's like. Well, so Justin was uh, texting with our friends, the Dillos, and I was at work, of course, and um, I was in like a pretty heavy meeting. It was pretty oh, intense. What, was, what is there a problem with Earth's gravitational pull? Yes. I get that reference. I get it. <laughs> Whatever. I was in a really intense meeting at work, and I see uh, a text message come through from Justin saying, like, they're, they're, Disney's going to give pass holders um, an opportunity to do, like, a preview or blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I'm a little conflicted. Should we go? And I was like, wait. I have to chime in. <laughs> and I just texted, yes. <laughs> That's like the first time I texted during work in a long time. <laughs> it's true. I mean, if I lived in Florida, like, and I had, your, and I was in your scenario, I had an annual pass. I lived in Florida. I'd 100% try to be there. Yeah. Like just kind of like for the reason that you did say of, I want to see what this is going to yeah. be like. I don't want to watch it through a blog or in your case, a diary. <laughs> I want don't, to see. Don't call it a virus. <laughs> I want to see what it's going to be like yeah. for myself, like first person. It's but, I, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was another point. So go ahead. Okay. It's like, I would go to the annual pass holder preview, but I think that would be it. Mm. But like, like I, I'm, I'm still leery of going to going into a public gathering that big with that many people. But at the same time, to echo what Kevin said, if I was in your situation, I would tell myself, be like, yeah, it'll probably be okay, question mark, and just go. I think I think I'm a little too paranoid for that. Well, in the, in the case of Disney, I, I do want to have faith that Disney is going to be able to enforce the social distancing guidelines better in the parks. I also want to have faith that people are going to behave and do what they're supposed to be doing. And I think, honestly... 
Here's the here's the bottom line. I think it's going to be safer than going to Publix. Yeah, well, because I mean, especially for those first couple days. Yeah. I think that um, at Disney, the first week or two is going to be chaos, like it was in Disney Springs whenever it first yeah. opened up, and people were like, "Let's do whatever we want. Screw you." <laughs> um, and but then after that, I mean, when we went, it was really calm. It yeah. like. People weren't. People stopped trying to make a point. Maybe. Yeah, they were. So maybe it'll calm down, and yeah. maybe we can go. I think we need to let the chaos play out and maybe. then join in. Yeah, I'm joining in <laughs> in the very beginning. <laughs> chaos or not, I, you guys, like my mental well being needs to get out of this house, out of my office at work. I need like something. Yeah. My last thing I'm going to say about all of this is I'm still holding out hope there's going to be a big announcement in the next week or so that like everything's going to be virtual cues. I, I I just have every finger, every toe crossed that this is going to happen. I'm sorry that we had to have a global pandemic in order to proliferate the virtual queue, but it needs to happen. They can do it now. Why not? Everything's People changing. Do it now. Queues. Do it now. People need to be in queues. They do, but they just like with boarding groups, there are people in queues. It's just thirty minutes at most. Controlled queues. Yeah. So I've got a couple of points, like a couple of questions dash points per se about this. Um, the first one would be like, as far as how comfortable you would feel at Disney, I think <clears throat> kind of like to what you said, Justin, it's going to be a lot more better than going to Publix. And I also would take into consideration that they're losing a lot of money letting Universal open a month before. So I think they're going to sit there, like you guys said earlier in the show, and be like, let's see what they're doing, and then go from there. Yeah. Hold on. i um, got to be contrary for a moment. Are they losing money, or will a re-spike happen and Universal loses money? <laughs> <laughs> but what if nothing happens at Universal, and then all these people that would normally go to Disney go to Universal, and they're like, oh, wow, this theme park's not too bad after all. Because Universal is kind of cool. It's not oh, that bad. Last for me. I like it. <laughs> Bring back the Jaws ride, you cowards. Yeah. I have a Jaws cup. I got it this week. Dude, me yeah, too. I got too. two of them in the we Back to the Future me ones. <laughs> Jaws and E.T. I got, I got the whole set of four, guys. I got all four. Nice. Jealous. Nice. <laughs> oh, we're all man children. This is great. <laughs> and, and for those of you who get mad at me for acting like I can't say universal, I mean, this should tell you it's a joke. I did get all four of those glasses. <laughs> they were sick cups. I, they are really cool. I eat Big Donut at Universal at the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah. tell you, I found out what it feels like um, for Justin whenever I come home and I have a package. <laughs> because um, he got a package from Universal for those cups. And he was like, I got a present today. And I was thinking, <laughs> wait a second. I didn't get a present. Why is he getting a present? And I've been doing it way more than him. I'm sorry, honey. That's how I was when I was a little kid at birthday parties. <laughs> yes. That was great. <laughs> Seeing that little box on my front step, I was like, oh, yeah, they're here. It was nice. Yeah, I, I, I kind of popped, too. And when I went and looked at my door and it had a package and on the return label from Universal Studios, I was like, yes. <laughs> It's the um, small things in life. By right the way, those especially. are not microwave safe, no. nor are they nor dishwasher. Nor dishwasher. <laughs> Hand wash, baby. Hand uh -huh, wash. Yeah. My second question, and this is my last point, and I think it's kind of like directed at Nick a little bit. 
just because you are the Disney travel agent specialist. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. <laughs> extraordinaire. Um, so if we're doing limited capacity, which means that there's going to be limited tickets, which means there'd be a higher demand, do you think you'd see a price increase in tickets come out pretty soon? Because there's That's less tickets very... being provided. So we all know that Disney's going to try to get their money when they can. And less tickets, less money, unless you raise those prices. The law of supply and demand. My high school math coming in. Coming in to <laughs> Here we go, baby. Don't do math on podcasts. Do not do math on podcasts. <laughs> So I think if we take if we take what we have been seeing with how they've been handling Shanghai as far as supply and demand, at first, yeah, the the demand would be higher than the supply because they're not re- or having a lot of people in the park. But Disney out there, we're kind of looking at it on a week by week basis. I think it was a week by week. If everything went well week one, then next week, then they would allow several thousand more people into the park. And then based on how they do that, that high school math exponentially increases the amount of availability you would have. So I don't know where you would run into that uh, that wall where you had more people that wanted to go compared to how many people you normally would have in the parks. Um, I think it was you guys uh, a few weeks ago you were talking about on the podcast that a typical day, an average day in Walt Disney World, the parks are filled to like 50-60% capacity. I don't know if it was, mm-hmm. I just heard that somewhere. We did. Yeah. yeah, that was us. Okay, that's that's what I thought. So if they start off with, I don't know, like 25-15% capacity and then gradually ramp up, like when do you hit the 50% capacity on an average day that you normally would get to? Right. I mean, would that be August, October? I have no idea. So I think that's such a a working model that Disney's kind of running through. All we have is the template of how Shanghai was running, and we'll we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens in Walt Disney World because it's so different, and there's so many other variables that they have to consider here. Not only annual passes, DVC members, international, uh, national travelers. I mean that I I don't know. But that's just kind of my take on it there just gradually ramp it up and see what happens well that's reassuring because i was like 100 percent waiting for a <laughs> ticket price spike to come back oh there here we go now it's 200 dollars to get in yeah buddy now well, listen in the last few years haven't we kind of had a yearly uh price creep yeah. both yep. on just day passes and annual passes as a whole yes oh, sir. every year every yeah year. okay i thought so so you know kevin that announcement is still coming just hang on buddy yeah. <laughs> as, as just much wait a couple more months as much as it would <laughs> right. not shock me for disney to price gouge during this period of time i would i honestly feel like they know that it would be the biggest pr firestorm yeah, they would people would be mad on social. Yeah, yeah there's no way there's just and no as way. we all know diz twitter is already a very, a very well-adjusted uh group of people so I don't know. want to even talk about Diz Twitter anymore. I, calm down. It's a joke, buddy. Drink more wine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's chugging as you say this stuff. Diz Twitter. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I, here's the biggest thing. Things are changing every day, just like we said. So basically keep your ear to the ground and keep reaching for the stars. No, what? that was something else. Pretty sure that's already claimed for. Just keep your feet on the ground. Um, 
But honestly, like watch, you know, the Dis- the Disney Parks blog, watch your your basically your favorite Disney news outlet. Hopefully, we're one of those places that you get some Disney information cuz things are happening all the time. If you join the Monday Morning Monorail family on Facebook, I'm sharing all the information as soon as I see it. What? What are you looking at me for? Okay, so Star you, search. Wait. Okay, if you keep oh your feet God. on the ground and, and reach you for the reach- stars. How are you going to get the stars? Your feet are on the ground. Your torso goes really long. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're overthinking it. I yeah. turn into long cat? Yeah, you go... Yeah. All right. So... <laughs> now, this anyway. might be a dumb question. You might not have the answer to it. I, I know in Magic Kingdom, they've announced, like, no parades, no fireworks, no character meet and greets. Does that mean, like, all the attractions are going to be up and running? Because, I mean, like, like something like like pirates with the water being recycled over and over again, I, I'm sure with the turbidity and, and all the chemicals they put into the water, it's being cleaned. But it's like, I'd still have some hesitation of getting on attractions like pirates, for well, example. The last the thing I would want is my required mask to get splashed. I feel like that'd be pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah would that, that would be kind of a, a bummer and an inconvenience for the rest of the day. I get that. Yeah, I think that's worse than You're going to be tasting that water if that happens. I was going to suggest a waterproof mask, but I think that just end up suffocating you. Yeah, that's no. probably not a good idea. <laughs> and that's called like a tarp. plastic bag mechanic. But, yeah, but, not a good yeah. idea. but that just brings me back to, to the point of First of all, they said that probably not all rides and attractions will be open, but also they are going to be cleaning them more frequently, spacing guests out on the rides and attractions. Okay. Capacity is going to be chopped at least in half on 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 everything. So it'll be really interesting to see what lines are like when the parks do open, regardless of if they're at max capacity or not. Is there going to be an hour wait for Peter Pan? I don't know. Is Peter Pan worth it? I don't know. <laughs> we know that one. <laughs> I like it. So, anyway, lots of questions. And Ooh, uh, I, I have another question. Stay tuned. Yes, sir. Uh, did you know that Gogurt is just yogurt? <laughs> Boo! Delicious yogurt with a lot of sugar. Yes. Okay. All right. Except it's mobile. This was an Ellen DeGeneres joke, by the way. No, this was a community joke in your face. No, Ellen. it was By the Ellen. Way, watch it was, community on Netflix. It was, hashtag six seasons. This in a was movie. Ellen like fifteen years ago during one six of her seasons in a movie specials. Um, she is old, and I love her. Yeah, six seasons in a movie. Hey, Ellen, if you become available and I become available, wink, wink. <laughs> No. Wow, so this first you're looking to become available. No. Wow. I'm saying first she wanted to marry Westmoreland from Limp Biscuit after she couldn't get a wrestler. Now she wants to marry What do people Ellen? think about this relationship? That's what I want to know. It's an She's just in it for the annual pass and now that we know that's out at the window, things are looking mighty dicey in the Monorail household. Isn't, isn't Ellen like a dinosaur at this point? Yeah. She's, she's like 70. I love her. I'd marry her for her money. No. I love how Garrett's the one that's trying to circle us back around to Disney. Good job, Garrett. I, I'm glad there's one person trying to keep this monorail on track. She visited dinosaurs on Ellen's Energy Adventure. Where she was a very scary animatronic. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all right. she was around when dinosaurs were around. This is, oh, <laughs> oh. I think it's time to take a little break. <laughs> and we would like to apologize to Ellen. <laughs> we do apologize to Ellen because, no, you know what? Her. I want to go on her show. I'd love to have her on this show. If you're listening, Ellen, you're welcome anytime. Open invitation to come on the podcast. <laughs> if you're listening, Ellen, keep on swimming. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, guys. When we come back, we are going to be talking Animal Kingdom Essentials. Stick with us.
Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for what you've all been waiting for. You know, the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, that was a nice little appetizer for what I'm going to call the main course of essentials. And of course, the main course of essentials is the animal kingdom. It was People, an appetizer. Those were appetizers. <laughs> this is the... Like mashed potatoes, steak and potatoes of what we really wanted here. Animal Kingdom is the essential park. <laughs> yeah, it's essential top to bottom. Just like you said, you were saying that before we got started. I don't think you're wrong, but you are going to have to pick five. I can't. You're going to have to. Five what? Five rides, five what? attractions, or shows. Oh. And I will say, or before Landon has a chance or to speak, restaurants or uh, bathroom turn tiles. Animal Kingdom's turntiles are top-notch. Screw you, Jay. I'm talking right now. Boom. Blow it up your format. What about, like, the different animals that you could see around? Like, no. Essential animals in the Animal let me, Kingdom. Let me Those speci- little tiny monkeys. <laughs> let what me about spe- that stick lady? Divine. Oh, yeah. Divine's a Good show. Good old Tree Face. Divine, that's her name. <laughs> tree Face. That's her name, actually. And the robot in Pandora. Don't forget about that. Oh, the yeah. mech suit, yeah. Here are some things that are specifically prohibited. <laughs> Fountains? Prohibited. Monkey. Water fountains? Water fountains prohibited. Is monkey Bathrooms? Prohibited. Is monkey allowed? That is unfair. <laughs> what? Is monkey allowed? Can I vote on monkey? Monkey? monkey. Prohibited. No. What? Oh, that was harsh. To the no monkey. Uh, monkey. Nomad Lounge? Monkey. Prohibited. Boo! Ugh. What about Boo. dim ribs from Nomad Lounge? Wait, wait, wait. Can monkeys get the virus? Yes. No! Wait, no one's allowed to go to the animal kingdom. Never mind, scratch this. The animals can get infected. No one's allowed to go <laughs> okay. to the animal kingdom. So, now this here, is going well. let me just set it up. This is based on a survey that Disney released asking guests, if you were to come back to the parks, what would your five essential rides, attractions, or shows be so that you felt like you had a complete day, and I think it was just in the Magic Kingdom. We've expanded it out. This has been fun. We've been doing this the last several weeks. People are enjoying it. I actually extended the question to our Monorail family group on Facebook before we got started tonight. We got a lot of responses, but those are going to come in a minute. Let's start out with the guest of honor. I think Nick should kick us off. Nick, oh, man. give mm-hmm. us your five essential Animal Kingdom experiences. All right, so top five. I know... One of them's probably going to get uh, some uh, some flack for it, but let's start off with number one. I'm going to go with the flight of passage. I mean, you can't go to Animal Kingdom without mm-hmm. the flight of passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think anybody's uh, going to give you flack. I over think that, that one's fair. Not that yeah. one. Not yeah. that one. Oh, okay. Or <laughs> the other two: Festival of Lion King. Yeah, really good show. Really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kilimanjaro safaris while you're in the yep. area. Everybody likes to see animals at a distance. Expedition Everest, mm-hmm. phenomenal roller coaster. Disco Yeti, hopefully he got fixed. Um, so this last one, I really had a good time on this ride. My back still survived, and it wasn't that bad. Uh-uh. Primeval World. Woo! No way. Woo! No way. What? Woo! I really thought Woo! you were going dinosaur. I was like, yeah, oh good pick. Your, Primeval your list, World. Your Primeval was World. Almost, it was so close to being mine, but I actually really thought there was a chance that oh w- that wouldn't even make anyone's list. <laughs> and lo and behold, there it is in, in the first time. Oh, 
ride. The first one. It's the Nick, definition of mad ride. It's like oh, wow. a it's a, uh, it's a cheesy carnival ride that, that makes you... caused me physical pain. What yeah, they... I know that's the point of carnival. And I would never ride it again. What do they call those? They're wild mouse coasters. Yeah, yeah, but they're scarier at carnivals. Yeah, because it's in the middle of some field and. Well, good thing I go to are... Disney World to go to Disney <laughs> World and not to go to a carnival. <laughs> Garrett is getting mad. Maybe yeah. you guys don't like Primeval World because it's not as no, scary I definitely don't like as it World. is at no. a carnival. No, I just don't like it because it hurt my back. Primeval Hurl. <laughs> yeah, McKenna yeah. has a mental block up because I remember her crying when we got off of it the first time she ever got on it. She was like, oh, you were crushing me. <laughs> That's because That's like- I was... Small and made of sticks. I was and you were way not. smaller than you, and I didn't cry. Oh my. No, Garrett cried. Well, I cried when I thought Nick. About you were right. It Twilight was a controversial pick. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, one top five just completely wrecked the podcast. Yeah, we're gonna have to, we cancel the rest of the show at this point. <laughs> we're done. Fold up the wagons. All right, Kevin, it, you've been absent the last couple weeks. I feel like. Now is the time for you to make your triumphant return with your five Animal Kingdom essentials. Yeah, well, I need to defend Kylo Ren real quick. He's a great character, and I I don't like the hate that I received on that pick. He is essential, okay? Because you're wrong. (laughs) Anyway, um, my list is very similar to Nick's. Uh, I would say my number one thing would be Festival of the Lion King. Mm. Um, I, I don't think you had a Lion King tattoo and you can't say that as number one. So that would be like <laughs> against my brand. Um, Respect it. Yeah. Second would be Flight of Passage. Uh, and then the Safaris, Expedition Everest. And then I'm going to say Dinosaur. That's my dinosaur. list. That's my exact list. I like Dinosaur. Dinosaur is a great ride. You got the and same list as me. Yeah, because we're bros. That's how we know. <laughs> and Dr. Seeker is worth every trip to Animal Kingdom. Dr. Seeker, Felicia Rashad. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, it's funny because I actually feel like Dinosaur is one of the things you can ride at Animal Kingdom that feels like you're taking a step back in time a little I bit. Love and it's, it's funny it's because outdated. it's outdated. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. You are taking a step back in time. It, you're well, going to yeah. the Crustacean period. It's, it's, you're exactly yeah. right. So it's not only are you on a time machine when you're in the car, but it does. It feels like you're on an old school ride where most of the things at Animal Kingdom feel pretty new and fresh. I mean, Kilimanjaro Safari doesn't get old. It's the same, you know. It's amazing. It's animals. It's animals. I feel like a dinosaur is something you can tell is old, but it it holds up. Like I really like that ride. Yeah. No, I'm I'm I mean, not hating on it. We're not gonna make it. That uh, just that is like. Oh, <laughs> and then we get consumed by a T Rex. We made it. Oh wait, yeah, it's not a T Rex. Oh my. Carnage. Dinosaur isn't even the best dinosaur themed ride in Orlando, Florida. I don't know what y'all people are talking. You are correct in that. The best dinosaur. Ride is in um. It's you better in not Pitch say it. Forge. Oh. Okay, there you go. And oh, it's the Jurassic, the Jurassic boat ride oh, where wow. it's like screeches at you this whole time, and there's like no. hanging stuff everywhere. I would never go on. It's that. like in a giant studio, and it's very. McKenna, obvious. I say this is your Godfather. Are you on drugs right now? <laughs> no, I just think I it's a fun that. experience. <laughs> 
I drive by it all the time, and I'm like, I want to do that one day. It's (laughs) terrifying. Yeah, you go by yourself. It's really, really dark. Oh, great. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of... All right, moving on. We got a lot to get to. Garrett, you just said your list is identical to Kevin. Do you have anything to add, or you're good? I wish I could go to Nomad Lounge right now. Oh, Garrett needs a Nomad Lounge visit. Okay. Wait, you didn't shut him down. Mr. It's not on the list. He's I'm not his list it on is Kevin. I just really it wish matter. that I could you go. You're allowed to say it. Food. You're allowed to say it. It just can't be on, on the list. I wish I was at the Animal Kingdom bathroom right now. Great. I wish I was hanging out with the Animal Kingdom monkeys right now. <laughs> did did the survey truly say oh no bathrooms? Are you really going to come at me food. on this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or are, is this? You don't know how much. Sounds like every time he says it, he's directly quoting it. No, I think it's left up to his interpretation of what an attraction is. Wow. I'm just kidding. I just want to pick on him because he gets so mad. It's really cute. It's getting old, people. <laughs> I mean, this is it. It's over. It's over. What? Oh, this is your opportunity to go marry Ellen. I think I'm done. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> Ellen, the did you The podcast has ended. Uh, you had a good run. Okay. Well, once since- again, another family broken up by a Disney podcast. I've seen it once. I've seen it a thousand times. Oh, God. He's, we're not going anywhere. All right. Landon, who's, you want to go next? Yep. Uh, Nomad Lounge for them ribs. Wait. <laughs> Uh, I will go Flight of Passage. I will go Expedition Everest for my boy, the Disco Yate. I will go uh, Kiliman, uh, yep. Kiliman Jaro. Jaro <laughs> Safari. There we go. Circle gets the square. Sorry, it's been a long day with the nap included. Uh, let's see. I need uh, Festival of the Lion King. Thank you, Kevin, for the visual reminder. And uh I think I'm going to go with the Up Bird Show. Okay. <laughs> kind of surprising even myself, but like like I, I, I thought like about going with uh, Navi River Journey because that animatronic at the end is worth the admission to AK alone, but I don't know. It's like like I I appreciate the animal aspect of Animal Kingdom and that Up Show's pretty fun. Yeah, I I like that show a lot, but like it's not essential to me because i see the macaws flying around anyways when i'm walking around animal kingdom so the macaw show that they do in front of the tree of life is pretty yeah, awesome. yeah that is cool. it's amazing yeah, yeah. it's kind of scary birds. yeah thank you thank you hey, there's that i thought i thought we were bros kevin you can't say that i hate birds if I, here's my thing if i go to orlando and like i want to see birds i'll just go to the beach and see the seagulls Yo, those go. are scary <laughs> birds seagulls are worse than what they have at disney you can go That's up true. to a macaw and you can sing to it and it will actually dance it's amazing don't go no. up to a macaw no. do, do don't go worry, up to a macaw they're friendly won't. Don't. Garrett, I don't like, know why anyone would hate birds. They're like the, the best thing. Because they're scary. They have sharp talons in these pointy beaks. Do the chickens have large talons? <laughs> oh and they poop on you. They poop on you. <laughs> they don't do that on purpose. That just happens. <laughs> I mean, I don't poop on people on purpose either, but it doesn't Wait, happen. Does it happen? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> Well, wow, this is podcasting revelations, ladies and gentlemen. I was doing NT on this. Okay. I'm pretty sure this podcast is mentioned in the book of Revelations. So <laughs> make peace with your deity now. We have entered the end times. One of the, oh, the plagues is Kevin pooping on you. <laughs> hey, man, it's coming. Oh. Cousin Kevin poop. Oh. Not good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I just got bourbon in my nose. That hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so... Sam, it's your turn. Sam, bathrooms. 
Don't say, don't say bathrooms. Don't say bathroom. It's really hard not to say bathroom. You know that, <laughs> you know that truck um, where the 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 ice cream Asia area is. Yeah, with the ice cream. It's like Amanda Poor. That's an attraction. That soft serve is the best in all of Disney parks. But I know I'm not allowed to say that. Because nope. Justin interpreted the rules in I a certain way. I, didn't, I don't know how you interpret. What is the meaning of it? <laughs> oh, no. clown in the sewers. <laughs> um, okay, so seriousness. Uh, seriousness. Fly, seriousness. <laughs> I got to be serious right now. Um, fly passage. Mm-hmm. Flop. Um, <laughs> Festival of the Lion King. <laughs> the Kilimanjaro Safari. The trek through the areas with all the animals. There's multiple. Yeah. Do you have a Harambe specific? Go on. Or the, the other one? The gorilla one. Gorilla. Gorilla Falls. Gorilla. Yeah. Harambe. And then Harambe's. the Yeti ride. Everest. Yeah. I actually want to change my fifth vote to the to the uh, trek that Sam mentioned. Yeah, I, I'm going that one. Wait, Thank you. are you really changing from up <laughs> yeah. to the Ma- to the Gorilla Falls? Uh huh. Okay. All right. Because it's right there. We're Funny talking about the one right after you get off uh, Kilimanjaro Safari, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that one. All right. I was looking at gorillas. Awesome. It's awesome. Funny ape. Monkey. The, gorilla. These have been fun answers, but I'm going to give you all the right answer. Okay. What? Flight of passage. Number one. Because it's great. It is very, very good. It deserves it deserves think? all the hype. Two. Hold on. What it, are we going to think about Flight of Passage whenever there's no Fast Passes, though? Very cool. <laughs> I've never very gotten cool, a, fat, awesome. a Fast Pass for Flight of Passage, so welcome to my world, people. Um, I've only been on, like, maybe twice out of the 30 times that I've been on it. Maybe 40. Have I actually stood in a line? She says as she looks down from her monocle at us exactly. normies. It's true. Who are you? Real talk fancy about, there. I am fancy. Talk about a line that's going to be longer now because they're going to have to wipe down every little surface oh, yeah. that you touch yeah. and wipe down all oh, the 3D ooh. glasses. And there's yeah. no way they're putting you right next to a person on one of those oh, simulators. Oh. They're going yeah, to skip simulators. Oh, jinkies. Flight of Passage is steadily decreasing. Flight of Passage is dead. What if they put mannequins on them? That'd be really scary. Okay. <laughs> what if they just bulldoze them? Could I get back to my list? <laughs> no. No, you can't. Clearly, we're wildly speculating what the Animal Kingdom could be doing, Jay. Good, Jeez, getting in our good way Good golly, over. Miss Molly. You're on two. Stop interrupting us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I really like your picture, Nick. That is a cool picture. That's called the purple wall. I know. Yeah. Okay, it's I was curious wall. about that. <laughs> It's awesome. Okay. It's his wall. Number one. <laughs> Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. Wall. Number two. Kilimanjaro Safari. Very cool. Yep. Number three. Expedition Everest. Wowie. Wowie. <laughs> Number four. Festival of the Lion King. Yep. Yikes. Number five. The Train to Rafiki's Planet Watch. That was going to be mine. You're what? a little thief and you're Whoa. evil. Oh, it is on there. Okay. Never mind. Whoa. Like, That's not an attraction. But I saw it. Never mind. You win. Checkmate. I win. That's the answer. I'm not persuaded to change mine you cannot, because I did really good. You cannot pet you did. the animals. No, no, no animal petting and probably no animation experience because you'd have to touch all those boards. Oh, yeah. and, oh, and the pencils. I actually thought about throwing that out there, even though the the artwork that I make looks like something a, a 
prisoner on death row would do. But, you know, I still like it. I got it hanging on my fridge. So That's called art. Oh. Death art. Row, death, death art, row. quote unquote, for me. Death row. Death row. Death row inmates. Okay. Stuff called, is called art. art. Yes. You know what? what? I want to do now. Me? I want to share the oh. answers that we got. No, with me, my turn. I thought you did. Yeah, we totally no. skipped. Oh, <laughs> you skipped. Are you kidding me? Jeez. Well, you've been sharing wow. your opinions about everybody else's. I just thought you had probably said yours. We all point. have. Except for me. Except McKenna's been talking the no, most. No, we all have been sharing our opinions. This is, this is, okay. this is McKenna erasure. Close it out, McKenna. I'm sorry. You should be. Dinosaur. Oh, you know let what? me talk about dinosaur. For this. Just dinosaur. I don't care. That's it. No, go Just ahead. Just dinosaur? Dinosaur. Dinosaur, flight of passage, um, uh, uh him, 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 Everest? Everest. Himalayas. It's not called the Himalayas. <laughs> That's the word she was looking for. <laughs> you helped me out earlier. I'm not returning the favor. Thank you, Landon. Um, I really, uh, bat, bat. No. There's no Batman ride. Batman ride? What? Are we breaking that? Is Batman now in the Animal Kingdom? That'd be oh, cool. Look. That'd be great. For though. me to have a complete experience in Animal Kingdom, there must be a Batman ride. <laughs> You hear that, Disney? The Are you listening, game. Josh? Tomorrow. Um, I forgot what else is there. Um, in both of the animal treks. Oh, so like Maharaja Jungle Trek is one. Yeah, and there are two. Gorilla, Gorilla Falls. Gorilla. In the Harambe area. Okay. All right. Because no Pandora for you? Did you say? I said passage? flight of passage. Oh, okay. That was. That was right. That's right. You just don't. What'd you leave off the opinion. list? She you said the Lion King. She hates the you Lion King. No, I don't hate the Lion King, but How I prefer to walk do. amongst the animals and look at the giant kimono dragon. I prefer to have fun. It's freaking awesome. I prefer to look at the giant Simba puppet. Mm, it's pretty cool. It's awesome. It's a, a it's a lizard that's I huge. A huge lizard. To hear it's the a funny lion that would eat said lizard. Lion music. The lion's not real. <laughs> okay, He's rain it in. Let's rain it in. <laughs> Good luck you can't that. control me. I've decided Kevin's my enemy. I think that has been a revelation on this podcast is that the newest rivalry for the Monday Morning Monorail family is McKenna versus Kevin. <laughs> it used to be Garrett versus Frank. It, it still is. Well, that's not really on this podcast. That's between two podcasts. But that's part of this podcast. <laughs> and now it's McKenna versus Kevin. It's exciting. We it's need okay. to book the feuds of these podcasts way better. We need to have the payoff like right before WrestleMania next year. <laughs> okay. I did ask our Monday morning monorail family, our Facebook group. And by the way, it's growing like crazy. I would love for you to join it. If you're listening right now, go join the Monday morning monorail family on Facebook. I'm not joining. Before them. the podcast dropped, before we recorded even, I asked the family if they wanted to share. That sounds mobster. <laughs> I asked them if they'd like to share their five essentials and their thoughts on Animal Kingdom, and we got a lot of responses. So now, shouts out to all of our friends. J.R. Lackey, here's his five. Kilimanjaro Safari, Flight of Passage, Rivers of Light. None of us said that. No, because they took Ah, away the actors. I don't know about that He likes it. He said it's his favorite nighttime show. You got... You gotta, like, that made, at least have the people there. That made Garrett short circuit. Um, Look, I like Animal Kingdom, but that, that is just a mediocre show. Expedition Everest, and then Dinosaur. Those are his five. Adam, 
from the Mouse and More podcast said, Kilimanjaro Safari, Festival of the Lion King, the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail, the Maharaja Jungle Trek, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Discovery Island Trails around the tree life. Yes. Oh, I love the... Dang it. They had the lemur there. We heard from our friends Christina and Bob. I love you guys. They both... Guys, these are our only Florida friends. <laughs> Don't been down there how long and you haven't made more than two just friends? Two. Jeez, I thought I was antisocial. Just two. And they chimed in. They support our podcast because they're good friends. Christina said, Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safari, Kali River Rapids. All right, ah. Christina, we may have to talk about that one. <laughs> Festival of the Lion King and Up, a great bird adventure. Bob said, Everest, Safari, Flight of Passage, Kali in the summer months or animal treks in the cooler and cocktails at Nomad Lounge. Now, Bob, Bob, we're going to have to have a talk because cocktails do not count. Although he argued, he argued that cocktails are both an attraction and then you hope it's a show. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can't argue with that. I love it. We, We already talked about our good friend, Matt security guard over at on Disney property. He chimed in with his five essentials and he's a big animal kingdom supporter. So I should have gone with him first expedition. Everest flight of passage, Kilimanjaro safari festival, lion King and dinosaur. It's a good list. That's, yeah, that's a good list. That's, that's yeah. a good he's list. a smart guy. That's a smart guy. That is a smart guy. <laughs> he's smart. Cause he didn't put Kali river rapids on there. <laughs> Bingo. Oh, Watch it. <laughs> You're calling out Garrett one of our friends. Eye to eye right now. He's Garrett, I say this is your throat. godfather. Are you on drugs? Right. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Keenan from part of our world podcast chimed in. He said, Flight of Passage, Expedition Everest, Festival of Lion King, Kilimanjaro Safari, and the Navi River Journey. I mean, that shaman. It is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to meet Some the shaman. Some fancy technology going on there. Well, I think in one of the five upcoming Avatar movies, you're going to meet the shaman. So. I don't want to meet the shaman there. <laughs> I'd like to meet the shaman at the park. <laughs> Norma. My my actual real life cousin Norma yeah. chimed in and she said Navi River Journey, she wants to meet the shaman, Festival of the Lion King, Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safari, and Dinosaur. No flight of passage. What what? Norma, we gotta talk. <laughs> I would actually be curious in in uh in taking uh, River Journey over Flight of Passage. Yeah, I, that's a little weird. That's a little wacky. Maybe it causes her motion sickness. That, yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility. Or maybe she just didn't want to deal with the the weight that is constantly there with Flight of Passage. Yeah. Any list with Kali River Rapids on it on, on it causes me emotions. <laughs> me too. What kind of emotions? Anger. Anger. Uh, Jeremy from Main Street Magic. Hey, Jeremy and Rhonda. He said, Flight of Passage, Everest, Kilimanjaro, Festival of Lion King, Nomad Lounge. Dang it. I was tricked. Ah. <laughs> I wasn't going to read Nomad Lounge, and I read it anyway. How that doesn't count. You. You it makes sense. It doesn't count. It's an experience. It's, it is. It it truly is. An you, experience hey. of not finding a table. Yep. When, when Joe Rody's there, that's an experience. You know what? Good for you guys. That's really <laughs> cool. I hope you have fun meeting such a cool guy who travels the world and has a big earring. We do. No, I'm actually happy for them. So. Well, Garrett, you, <laughs> you're Garrett. terrible, and I don't like you. <laughs> Thank you, favorite child. I get it. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't even really want to dignify this by reading it, but Frank Cardillo said... let's not. (laughs) Just don't read it. Delete the comment. He said, 
As is standard, I'll be withholding my five essentials until the Parks and Monorail's most magical hour on Tuesday night at 9.30 p.m. But he can offer a spoiler. It may involve a preferred parking location. What? God. That's not an attraction. Yeah. What does that mean? Bus the I could see old, old knees take <laughs> a pretty good beating when they walk. For a moment. So. When you don't have any hair and you have old joints, you need a short walking trip from your car to the front gate. So. Why, to... why would we even listen to his opinion on Animal Kingdom? He's obviously biased. He's a hater. He's an AK hater. I mean, I have walked around with him once, and he did say, slow down there, Sonny. He called you Sonny? Yeah. That's weird. Oh. That's weird. Well, so you also smell of Bengay because I noticed that when me and Jay hung out with him on day one of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he uh, regularly puts that on his body. There was there was a lot of time spent in the um, our aerial themed hotel room applying <laughs> Bengay to the joints. Yeah. Um, For him, Landon recently <laughs> added a comment while we were mid podcast and just said, "Dim ribs." That's Dim ribs. <laughs> yeah. They are good ribs. I stand by my statement. It so. is. It's amazing. It's an experience, people. Yeah. So Even though Justin won't go let it be. Now, I want to tell you guys, I did not ask for Twitter to weigh in on this particular topic because I wanted to share it with our Monorail family on Facebook. So if you want kind of like early you know, access to knowing like what's going on with the podcast, the ability to chime in, maybe you want to join that Facebook group. You might want to do it. I'm actually active in the Facebook group, but that's, she is. that's something. She's not you know active on any other social media. What? Me. I, who? I'm not I know. active on there because I'm not in it. You're not. I've invited you. You didn't join. No. Well, you should. It's Everybody's Facebook, doing it, guys. Do it. The worm. Everybody's doing the fish. Couldn't we have like a <laughs> Monday morning monorail <laughs> Discord server or something? No, no, no. It's we don't do that. So that's for work. epic. That's for epic gamers. Nerd. I could make the server. <laughs> I know how it works. Nerd. Facebook is just bad. <laughs> I agree. Well, he's not wrong there. I agree. I don't think Facebook's great, but I do think our group is great. So I agree with that. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. Yeah. So I want to thank everyone who has joined the group. I want to thank you all for listening. Before we get out of here, we need to do some plugs. Garrett, where can people find you? Skelligummy everywhere. Skelegummy everywhere. S K E L E G U M M Y. Because we like you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I get that right. You said why? Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Sorry it's been so long. Again, that's all on me. But yep. you know, you're still the preferred Monday morning monorail travel agent partner so tell people where they can contact you if they want to plan that next disney vacation amidst all this uncertainty well the, the easiest way to get in contact with me is over at twitter it's at tta underscore team underscore lead uh give me a follow there ask me any questions travel related disney related or just enjoy the pictures that we share from time to time i try to add in uh some different travel tips but Overall, just love being a part of the conversation for Disney, and that would be the easiest way to get in contact with me. So check me out on the Twitter. Check him out. Yeah, and we do have a banner that has a click-through link to Nick's agent page on Capture the Magic Vacation. So if you visit MondayMorningMonorailPodcast.com, 
click on Nick's banner. It will take you right to his agent page and you can get in touch with him so you can make your next magical vacation plans. Kevin, where are you at? I'm right here. Oh, there you are. Hello. Hi. Um, I am on Twitter also at double O underscore Kevin. That's me. And Um, I don't post any cool pictures or anything like that, (laughs) but I sometimes talk about Disney on there. You talk about the Yankees too. Though the lack of Yankees right now (laughs) and everything else. And that's important in my life. Um, So there's that. I just thought about where I was last year. And I was like, this time last year, I was waiting for Stranger Things season three to drop. Hmm, good times. Those were good times. Now I'm Rip. sitting here contemplating what's the real meaning of life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this is what isolation has done to me. <laughs> but I'm also on the uh, the I'm on the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. You sometimes. are. Yes, I started to say that. Uh, <laughs> the Mouse Knows Best podcast on Sunday. Uh, afternoons you can listen to us um and i talk sometimes on there too (laughs) occasionally yeah go check that out listen subscribe leave a five-star review but before you're out of all five-star reviews make sure you save a couple because landon's got podcasting goodness for you to enjoy as well landon what have you got going on uh, I'm also on the Monday morning uh, po- uh, podcast. I want to point that out there. L A N D O Z. Please go follow me. Landon Doan. I'm the best. Landon Doan, not, not the rest. rest. Yay. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt in much. That's where you can find exclusively posted episodes of Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, where myself, Cousin Kevin, and some dude named Hunter East talk about the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones, and you can literally mm-hmm. listen to the enthusiasm leave our bodies, at least for me, uh, as the series goes. Uh, also, uh, but in lieu of going to Butt Munch Chips, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio. If you're a fan of the sweet science of professional wrestling, myself and Will Rab uh, have a podcast where we break down the latest from the uh, world world of the squared circle some news happening outside of it that pertains to the world of wrestling we talk about that too and uh i want to make a correction last week i told y'all to follow at boop a snoot uh i need to correct myself it's at snoot a boop that's s-n-o-o-t-a-b-o-o-p that's where you can follow a twitter account where you could boop the snoot of pictures of dogs also once again want to plug possum every hour that's another twitter um, <laughs> handle that i'm a big fan of and it's right there in the name it posts a picture of a possum t- every hour and i mean right now with everything else going on i feel like we all could use a really hourly picture of a possum and uh on top of that be decent to everybody there's 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 a lot of really scary heavy stuff going on out there and uh, i made a joke about this twitter earlier but i mean like 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 I'm, I'm not even talking about that. There's a whole lot more stuff going on outside our fun little bubble talking about Walt's magical creation. Be decent to each other. It does not cost anything to be nice. So this week, I encourage you to be nice to somebody. How about that? That's a very I good like suggestion. It. Can you and, uh, uh, repeat also, that? Also, I'm on the Phil Show, News Talk 987. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, the boop a snoop? Snoop a boop. Uh, at S-N-O-O-T-A-B-O-O. P. Yeah, boop a snoot or snoot a boop. Like, they're, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit, uh, they're, they're, their social media is kind of confusing. And I say that as somebody who talks about Jay's at morning monorail thing. Hey, you Twitter. got it right, though. 
Did I get it right? Yes. Oh my God. Wow. 2020 really might be the end times. I got that right. Yeah. Well, here's the great news. See, we're at Morning Monorail on Twitter, and that's because maybe someday we stop posting things on Monday. It could be any day of the week. Who knows? But always in the mornings. So at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. Why are you doing hand signals to me? What? Say it. Follow me on Twitter at Limp Biscuit. No! (laughs) B-I-Z-K-I-T. Okay. Last time I posted was February in 2019. Wow. Thank you. Uh, No. Also, as I mentioned, we do have a Facebook group. It's the Monday Morning Monorail Family. Please join us. We're having a great time. And you do get some exclusive hints about what may be coming up on the podcast. We have conversations with our friends all week long. It's awesome. Yeah. And you can visit our website, mondaymorningmonorailpodcast.com for all the links. And you can get access to my new Don't Call It a Viary. It's a new series I'm doing on YouTube where I'm just recording myself doing random stuff a couple times a week so I can connect better with you guys and you can connect better with me on YouTube. That's Monday Morning Monorail on YouTube. Yeah. You should do that, except it's just a couple times a week. I'll just record myself looking at the camera just sitting there. You should do that. People like that. It's like they're having, you know, they could put that up while they're having dinner so they're not eating their hungry man dinner alone. I'll like nod and like act like I'm listening to to them so they can like talk to the the screen. Exactly. It's a good idea. Plus, if anybody says they don't like it, you can be like, this is postmodern. Don't you appreciate art? Yeah. They don't get it. They just don't. They don't get it. Why do you just sit in front of a camera? That's lazy. It's an art project, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but just to echo what. Landon said, it's a crazy world right now, and I hope that this podcast provides a little bit of, a, of escape, a little bit of happiness, a little joy. Um, the world's crazy, and the best thing that we can do is to try to be kind, be patient, be empathetic, love each other, and be understanding. Do you have something else to say about Limp Biscuit? Because this no. is not the time. I was trying to be genuine right now. I know, and I didn't. Why'd you address me? Because you started doing the hand signals no, again. No, I didn't. This is just what I do with my hands when I'm thinking. Well, what do you have to say? I was just going to make a Smash Mouth recipe. Recipe? Recipe. A Smash Mouth recipe. I was going to say, my world's on fire. How about yours? Well, that's not the way I like no, it. No, I'm... And we get bored self- a lot because we're self-isolating. This is so bad. Yeah, oh so God. this didn't work out well, McKenna. Well, right now, I wish you wouldn't have addressed me. We might as well be walking on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he salvaged it ladies and gentlemen garrett monorail the true star of this episode garrett has been on this game this episode oh <laughs> well i've done it before but i'm gonna do it again i'm gonna quote bill and ted and just say be excellent to each other i was gonna see that and party on dudes party on dudes having a magical week we'll talk to you next time bye-bye Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.